This week on the Young and Dumb Podcast, we have Chris Wickham. Chris is a comedic actor and rapper from Windsor, Connecticut. He attends CCSU and is active in their theater program. He's a multifaceted actor, has an IMDb profile, and also has a show coming out on Netflix soon. With so many positive things going on, it's hard to know how to act. Amusing. It's literally his job. On screen, it's to make you laugh. Off screen, it's just him having a good time. Comedic. If you can somehow listen through this whole episode without a slight chuckle, send us a message because Chris is absolutely hilarious. Tantalizing. He gives us a preview of the latest movie he's a part of. Nothing better than a slasher horror movie set to be released on Halloween. This week, we learn how to act with Chris Wickham. Welcome back to another episode of Young and Dumb with your hosts, Justin and Gary. This is episode number 26, and we have a very special guest with us today. We have Chris Wickham. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> What's Gucci? Great to have you here today, Chris. What's um, good? What's let's, good? Let's get right into it. Let's uh, do it. Let's know who you are and what you're doing right now. Word. Um, well, my name is uh, Christopher John Wickham. That's my born name. Um, but I professionally go by uh, Chris Wickham. Uh, that's my stage name. And my actor name is Witty, all lowercase. Um, and basically, uh, I, I like to refer to myself as an artist. Uh, I do many forms of art. I just appreciate art in general, but, um, my two major focuses of art are, um, acting and, uh, music. And, uh, right now I am a, uh, SAG eligible actor. So that means I'm pretty much semi-professional actor, which is actually pretty cool. So I'm working my way onto that. Um, I am a producer and I have, uh, music on SoundCloud and like, you know, I, 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 I go to school and stuff, but like, that's, that's not important, but like, <laughs> that's pretty much what I do. You know, I, I, I act, I make music and, uh, I, I like to just, you know, express myself in any way I can pretty much. So, yeah. Dope. Yeah. So a 21 year old. 22. 22. I actually just turned 22. Okay, 22. Oh, January 1st, I turned 22. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. A (laughs) 22-year-old, excuse me, Uh year old semi-professional actor. You don't hear about this a lot unless you see him on the big screen, but I'm sure we'll see you there. Yes, very, actually very, very soon. Very, very soon. I have a movie coming out that's actually coming to Netflix Ooh, nice. this year. Ooh, okay. So, so that's exciting. All yeah. you Netflix watchers, be on the lookout. Hell yeah. Um, so tell us about how you got into this. Like, where did this all start? Um, it's funny because like I, well, it's, it's weird. Okay. So, all right. So my whole life, um, I have always been this character, this, this, this person who has always been able to entertain people. So I've always, my whole life, have been interested in entertainment, um, and then it focused more on acting once once I realized what it was and, and what I could do with it. So basically my whole life, I, um, I watched uh, a lot of Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was, like, the person who, like, really broke down the door for me, and, and, and the, that was the, 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 the mask was the movie when I realized, I was like, damn, I want to be a comedic actor, like, I really want to do acting, and that was, like, 10 um, but it never came into play or, or not anything. I did sports my whole life, so I was just doing basketball, baseball, and I was just, you know, I never really brought it up or anything. I would just act a goof in the classroom, and then, you know, I'd do my thing on the court. Um, and then in high school, I played, uh, sports all throughout high school until my junior year, and then my junior year, I transferred schools. So I originally went to Capital Prep in Hartford, Connecticut, and then I transferred to Manchester High in Manchester, Connecticut, 
And um, at Capital Prep, there was no art classes. There was no room for the arts at all. So I wasn't really doing acting. I was kind of just, you know, being that goof in the in the classroom pretty much, just, you know, working on my comedy, I guess. Um, but then as soon as I went to Manchester, I had uh, so many opportunities at a public school to do extracurricular activities and uh, do get in a theater program and, and take theater classes and, and become an, a part of their uh, program. So uh, when I went to Manchester, I transferred, I auditioned for the show in the fall, and pretty much from that moment on, I have pretty much been acting, um, at, at, in some capacity, so I've always wanted to become an actor, but it never really came to play until I was in high school, but I've always had this entertainment bug in, in that I like to put on a show for people just in daily life, you know, especially with my job, too, because I'm a server, so, like, um, many of my, uh, of the times when I'm with tables, it's kind of like a performance, you know, I'm, Here's your food, and, and, and I'm your waiter, so let's have some fun or whatever, you know, it is. But, um, yeah, I've, I've, always, I've always been interested, though, in it low-key, I guess. <laughs> was that long? Was that a long? Was no. that? Was that? Is no. that a normal length of, a, of an yeah. answer? Well, I feel like somewhere in the mix there. Okay, cool. All right. Just, if I go on too long, just don't feel, just feel free to just do what, just, just say shut up, and, and I will shut up. I will do that. <laughs> No, but we could. I at least I can because I went. I think we went to Sage Park together. That's where we met. I don't of think because you went to Ellsworth, right? Oh wait, yeah, I did. Oh yeah, for like a year though. Yeah, so like I the think tail end, and then and mm-hmm. then I went to Sage, and then we knew we knew we met at Sage. Yeah, that's so we knew each other at Sage, and like between you and Herbie, we're probably always competing between oh, who's a class clown, like Yo, whether it's I, in the hallways or whatever <laughs> we were doing back in the day. So actually, that was hilarious. I actually won class clown at Sage. Did you? Yeah, yo. You need to pull out that yearbook. That yo, might have to have go it. on the Instagram. Yo, I have it. Yo, you know who won it? Me and um oh shit, I forgot her name. Oh fuck. Alright, I forgot her name. But she she was a black girl with glasses and she had like an accent and she had a lisp. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Nah, I don't. Dude, Damn. middle school was so long ago yeah, when we think back. So That's crazy. Ago. Damn, yeah, I don't remember who it was, but I, I got I got class clown. Oh, it was um Brown. Her last name was Brown. It was like... Kamoy? Kamoy! <laughs> Kamoy. That's Kamoy. crazy. Yeah, it was her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Kamoy. That's awesome. Yeah, so but yeah, dude. <laughs> So I've been, like we've been keeping in touch every once in a while, um, yeah. whether it's like on Xbox or whatever, Instagram, oh, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah, we used to game. That's right. yeah, we used to game all the time, which is crazy. But Damn. I just want to know, like, how did that first um, like audition go for you? Yo, like, you was know it what's good? Funny? Was it bad? You know what's funny? I have no idea because like I went into the audition. <laughs> okay, so it was my first ever audition for anything ever for anything. So like I had to actually. It's it's different when you have like some expectation or like some something. For this, I had zero everything. So I went in not knowing anything. So I just knew that I had this talent, like this raw talent, and that's all I had. I didn't have an experience. I didn't have anything to bring with me. I literally just had what I had in my head. So um, I go into the audition. It was for a show called Noises Off, which is actually a fucking amazing. It's so funny. It's a really, really good show. I was supposed to get casted in it, but I'll tell you guys the story. Um, but basically, I went in and... Um, uh, I did some research before I went in, and the, the the part that I read for, he's actually British, and I'm, like, really good with accents, so I studied up, and, um, and like, accents, like, dialects are my thing, like, that's, that, like, that's one of my, um, like, it's on my resume, it's, like, something that I, like, I, like, um, I'm really right, How about at. you speak, how about you speak this part, uh, this part in a British No, but accent. here's the thing, here's the thing, so I'll tell the story, I'll tell the story, and then, um, 
but it's sad. It's a sad story because I didn't end up getting a part because... So this is what happened. All right, so I went into the audition. I was the only person to do it in a British accent, um, all this stuff, and I felt I did horrible. So, like, I thought I did terrible. Like, it's... Like, I don't know if you guys ever acted before, but, like, once you read yeah. something and you finish it and then there's just... you There's this sense that you either killed that shit and and you know you did well or you're like that was horrible and i don't know what the fuck i just did so like it was the second it was the latter option i was like what the fuck did i just do this accent sounded terrible i don't know what these people think of me i don't know anybody and on top of that the director miss lister at manchester high who's like my favorite human she's like gorgeous she's like drop dead gorgeous like i would leave any of my exes for her like she's like the prettiest <laughs> teacher i've ever had in my entire life so um i was re- that also made me nervous that was another aspect and i've also never acted before so i was reading the scene i was doing all this stuff and um it turns out that i killed the audition and um i was supposed to get casted as uh the director and then once they found someone else to be the director then I was supposed to be another, uh, the other leading man, and then uh, once I couldn't do that because I was working at the time, I got bumped down to an uh, fucking, um, wow, what is it called? Understudy. understudy. Wow. Yeah. How did I forget that? Um, but yeah, so I ended up being an understudy because I was working at Bob's uh, at the time, and um, which is now out of business, which is funny as hell. <sighs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, that's what happened, and I didn't end up being the part or anything. I just was the understudy, and um, so that was my first show. But it was cool because I learned how to be an understudy as for my first role. You know, usually you get roles, and then you're the understudy, and then you're and then you're mad about it because you're like, oh, I'm an understudy, but I should be the leading role. But when the first thing you do is the understudy, then you're like, oh, can only go up from here. So it was perfect. I like started right at the bottom and like you know working my way slowly at the top, but um. Yeah, it was pretty fun though. It was it was it was it was a good experience for me, and I haven't been in understudy since, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will be soon though, but we'll see. We'll see. So tell tell me about some of the plays and things that you did um at Manchester. Like, what were some of your favorite? Um, what was like your breakout play? So I actually going? I, since I only was there or I only did acting for my senior year, I, I was only able to do two shows because at my school we did one show in the fall and then one mm-hmm. show in the spring, and then the show in the spring was a musical. So, um, Noises Off was that show in the fall, which I understudied for, and then in the, um, spring, which is, which was the breakout show for me, which is when I got the bug, um, which, uh, the show was Hello, Dolly, and I was casted as, um, Rida Reisenweber, which is actually another part with a dialect, which is why they cast me as that part, because he was a German guy, so I was able to do a German accent, so I sounded like, um, my opening line was like, um, like, Tonight is the first night of the, you know, the restaurant. We are opening the restaurant so that the people should come in and, you know, so everyone should be on your best behavior. <laughs> so, like, I basically was, like, just, like, a, a mini Hitler. It was awesome. And I was able to, I, I it was my first, I, I, uh, my, um, my, uh, the director, Miss Lister, was, she knew my acting, and she let me, like, have a tantrum on stage, which was really fun. So, like, I got mad, but, like, I was able to, like, become like a little child and like get mad so that was really cool so it was like a good experience that I was able to like do these comedic bits in my first show um and in and in a music to, musical too which I can kind of sing I didn't I don't know how to read music but I do know how to like carry a fucking tune <laughs> so um yeah but that that was pretty fun Hello Dolly was my first show and that was the only show I did there and um it was a great experience 
And uh, that is literally when I caught the bug. Ever since then, I've always just wanted to perform and be on stage. So, yeah, it's a pretty fun show. I liked it. Classic. It's a classic show. I don't know if anyone, if you guys know Hello Dolly, but that shit's no. a... Hello, Dolly. It's a great show. It's a classic. <laughs> if you if you sing it to your grandparents, you you're, they will probably know it. <laughs> yeah. it's I can't sing, so I won't try that. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah, know. you guys don't have to. But if you're you know born in the shower one day, you know go ahead and sing Hello, Dolly. And, uh, it'll brighten your spirits up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Definitely. So um, we've had a couple other theater majors, mainly from Muhlenberg, um, and they've kind of talked about how they had to go through some type of audition, like a tryout, basically, mm-hmm. for their college. Uh-huh. Um, I see you went to you went to CCSU. So yeah. is it is it kind of the same process, or did you just go into CCSU because it was in Connecticut, it was close to it's home, you could work? F- it's funny. It's funny you bring that up. So like. Um, usually at schools that specialize in the arts, that's what you have to do. You do have to audition. Mm-hmm. Um, but Central is, it is a liberal arts school, but it, they don't focus on, you know, theater or, or, you know, the arts, you know, it's a liberal arts school, mm-hmm. but it's not like, you know, the, the fine arts are, or they kind of look down at, you know, theater, art, music, you know, they, it's, it's weird. Uh, they more focus on like education and, um, and that kind of stuff. Uh, all the state schools actually, when they first opened, were all for teachers pretty much. So basically, you go there to be a teacher. Um, I mean, there's obviously other uh, majors, but that's not our focus. So that's why our program, that's not how it worked. Basically, you know, you just were a major and you had to audition for the shows, but you did have to audition for the BFA um, program, which is Bachelor in Fine Arts, which is um, uh, awarded, given, it's basically uh, given to people who are focusing on a specific thing in the arts and that is going to be your career path. So here, you know, basically let's slap BFA on your, you know, uh, diploma and you're going to get more jobs. That's pretty, pretty mm-hmm. much what it is. It just looks a little bit better on your resume. But, um, yeah, so I auditioned for that my sophomore year and I got in and, um, it, but I, the thing is though, I'm not technically finishing there. So I do have a BFA, but in order to finish there, you'd have to, do, you know, uh, graduate with it, but um, that's the only process that you had to audition for at um, at Central when it came to acting, and Central was not my first choice at all. It was like it was like not not even no. Um, I actually wanted to go to you know it's funny. I was actually gonna go to a Florida school. I was gonna I applied to USF, UCF, um, really, yeah, FSU. FGCU, Lynn University, Bethune. So just every school though. Every <laughs> fucking school in Florida. Like I, well, I like I said, I my sister went to Barry, and mm-hmm. I also applied there. So I wanted to just be in Florida with her, you know, in some capacity. So um, that was the plan, and then I applied to one school on the West Coast, um, Arizona State, which I didn't even fucking get into, which I, I felt uh, like just accept me, like I just want to party. That's all I wanted to do. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so and and then my mom said, hey. Chris, you should apply to a state school and for your safe school because that's what my sister did her freshman year. She stayed at Eastern and then she transferred and then she was fine. So I was like, oh, word. So I'll go to a state school for a year and then I'll transfer. It's a perfect plan. You know, save some money. Um, and I stayed and I went for one year and I'm still there. So um, that is how that happened. But literally, literally, like Central is the only Central, like the only Connecticut school that I applied to in high school. The only one that I, I was not fucking with CT at all. 
clearly. <laughs> and here I am. So it's CT. This is this is the universe's plan, I guess. But I won't be here for long, so that's good. <laughs> also, um, basically going off of what Justin Justin's last question, um, a lot of the the theater kids that I personally know mm-hmm. um, that I've experienced through my life, they have super intense schedules where they're. I'm doing taking acting classes day and night. Um, oh yeah, auditions, practicing, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of different things. Whether it's singing, dancing, um, all of the above. Mm-hmm. What's your schedule like? So when uh, it's thank fucking god. Well, here's the thing. So I have like two schedules. There's a schedule when I'm in school, and there's a schedule when I'm not in school. So when I was in school. My schedule was fucking intense. It was real. You know, 8 a.m. to about, if I'm doing a show, 8 a.m. to like 10 a, ten p.m. was my work day. That was my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was 8 a.m., 10, 10 p.m. Um, in which you would wake up, go to do your classes. I had probably about three to four a day, um, and they would mainly all be acting classes. Um, I would sometimes try to balance my schedule with gen eds and normal classes, but <clears throat> once I got my BFA, I wanted to get out all my acting classes. Mm-hmm. So basically, I was just having an acting schedule. So voice, movement, you know, and then like costuming or something like that. Then you'd go eat. Then, you know, you would, uh, we would have meetings uh, for our club every other, or every week, first week of the month. So I would do that sometimes. But other than that, rehearsals from like 5 to 10, you know, Every day, Monday, uh, Thursday, and then Friday would usually be a morning rehearsal. Saturday would be the day off, and then Sunday, depending, you would you know have a pickup rehearsal or you would do nothing. But pretty much, it was just intense class rehearsing um, and stuff during the week, and uh, yeah, so that that was pretty tough. Uh, that side of it, I kind of don't like. You know, it's it sucks when you're. It's good to keep your head going with you know like things you're doing things but like once you have so much to do and you have no time to like sit back and relax it could be very stressful like very very stressful if you source if you don't know how to manage your time um and then when i'm not in school whenever when when i do take a break because i've been i was back last semester and then i was on a break the year before that but um basically this is so this so this side of it is how film and tv actors are um, a lot of the time it's downtime. So if I'm like not working, it's downtime, um, because I'm not having jobs or getting work. But once I am getting work, then it's pretty much just that work. So like my daily schedule would be like, <clears throat> I would go out or have gone out on uh, a couple auditions if I need or can and want to for during the week, you know, depending on if they're in Connecticut, Boston, New York, wherever they are. And then I would go do that, and then I would just wait to hear back from them, and then that's pretty much it. And then once you do get the job, then you are doing things, and then your schedule does change accordingly. Um, but yeah, it was it. So it, it just depends on what you're doing at the time, I guess. For people who are in school, their schedules obviously are a lot more hectic. Yeah. But once you do leave school and you are professional and you're doing these things, there are huge gaps in between you know your work because you're only working. Like the last movie that I just filmed was eight days of filming, that's all it was, you know, for an hour and a half, hour 45 movie, that's all you get, so what wow. else are you doing for us really? at that time? Yeah, my first movie, I, I, I shot it in the whole month of August, so like, oh, wow. that's only one month, you know, um, but then again, these are, these are, there's many forms of movies, you know, they're small independent movies, they're big budget, you know, huge box office movies that take months to film, you know, so it all really depends, but, um, 
for the most part, there's a lot more downtime when when you're out of school and when you're just doing doing your uh, real life professional thing or whatever. So, yeah, it's it's still pretty fun though. E- either way, I I as long as I'm acting, I'm I don't really care too much, you know. Gotcha. Um. So, do you think that with uh like taking time off of school and taking breaks in between mm-hmm. has that helped your career or do you think it would have been more beneficial to just like bang out all your classes and then go searching for um... i think i think it's it's that's a very interesting question um i when it comes to uh time off in school and all that stuff i uh am a very feel person so whatever i am feeling at the time you know, or ever, whatever I feel is, is right. Or, you know, there's, there's always just that gut feeling, you know, when something's going to happen or, you know, when you feel good about something or bad about something. Um, and I've always had this gut feeling that school wasn't for me, you know, or school isn't Mm -hmm. for me, um, because school isn't for everybody, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so there have been moments where I needed school for the training and for the experience and to learn and grow and, and, you know, learn about myself. And I got that. And there was moments in which I felt I was there for the wrong, for no purpose, for, for, I was pretty much just here just because I'm here. Um, uh, because I felt I have what I needed to go out and work, you know? Um, and I also think everyone kind of works on a different timeline, you know? Uh, just because I, you know, am not in school or not doing this right now, you know, doesn't mean that, you know, you can't do it or, you know, whatever else, you know, it, it, it all really, it's, it's very subjective. It's all just like, uh, whatever, you know, so I kind of just, um, go with the flow. Um, and I felt like at school I went through the training and I got exactly what I needed in the time that I needed it in. So, uh, I felt why go th- be there as long longer than I need to uh, waste money and time, or I can you know go out and, and and do my thing you know, and then I can go back whenever I want and uh, finish up at school, and then I'll be uh, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. But um, <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, a little earlier that you have um, just filmed a movie and something's coming out on Netflix. Hell yeah! So give us a little uh, insight onto what's up. Uh, what's up and coming with you? Word, word, word. Um, so I right now am actually working on getting a manager and agent, which um would be dope because then I can get consistent work for 2018 and mm-hmm. you know going on. Um, but the movie uh, that's coming to Netflix, it's called The Find. It's a horror movie. The Find. Yeah, it's really really cool. It's on IMDb and everything. Um, but <clears throat> it's actually a really fucking interesting story. It's actually dope as hell. Um. And it's not like scary horror. It's like cool horror. It's yeah. um, it's psychological. It's a uh, slasher, but it's also like it makes you think, you know. Um, but that's coming Halloween Netflix two thousand eighteen, and also general release to some theaters and stuff like that. And I, I think it's also going to like Redbox, maybe Hulu, and it usually goes to like Comcast on demand and like DVD and stuff like that. Um, but basically what the movie is about is about this, um, these, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what the movie's about and then I'll tell you my role. Okay. So, um, basically the movie is, uh, these kids, this group of college kids, they throw a party at this house called the Liberty Manor, which is where one of the kids lives. Um, his parents are, you know, going away for the weekend. So we throw this party and, um, it turns out there's, uh, this, this, uh, ring that lives inside of the house that the dad has that has this this power to it. It's this Native American story that goes behind it. But basically, the guy 
who owned the ring gave it to his daughter to marry a white guy, mm-hmm. um, and he didn't fuck with that. Well, he didn't give it to his daughter to marry a white guy. He gave it to his daughter, period, end of sentence. Mm-hmm. Then the beginning of that sentence, he married a white guy. There we go. <laughs> so basically, she, he, she married a white guy. He was like, fuck no. Fuck is you doing? You fucking up my shit. We don't like white people. Hell no. And he dead ass killed the daughter, killed the husband, killed the husband's family, killed all the white people in the village, and like rampage, took the ring back and like, you know, stored it away for forever or whatever. So it has like this, you know, long history behind it, and we like find this ring. But basically, there's a guy, his name's Damon, and he has like the scariest fucking mask. Yo, the mask was so fucking scary. <laughs> Even in like filming, like being behind the scenes. And chilling, I'd still look at that dude and be like, yo, that is not fun to look at. Like, that is not a, that's, it's, it's a scary mask. But, um, basically, he, uh, finds out that the ring is there, and he's basically trying to get to it. And we're obviously in the way, we're partying, and we're doing these shit, these things, you know, so he's trying to get in the house and do, you know, so he has to kill us, obviously. Um, but, uh, his mission is to actually get rid of all of the white people. So he actually doesn't kill the black people, or the black people, the people who aren't white in the friend group, which is me and um, the main girl, which is really interesting in, in, in this story because, like, usually in, in horror, you know, the niggas die, you know, like, the black people <laughs> die, you know what I mean? In this, yep. in this, it's literally the opposite. Like, the killer is going for the white people. Like, he um, is actually employed by, like, this uh, Native American um, gang, and they're like, all right, you need to kill, you know, all the white people in this house and get that ring back for us. You know, that's pretty much his, what his job is. And when he fails, or I'm not going to say if he fails or not, but obviously you have to watch. But it's a really good story. Um, and he terrorizes us and, and, and all that shit. Um, I probably shouldn't have said that I don't die, probably, huh? Right. Actually, it doesn't matter. No, no one's going to remember this anyway. It's still a really good movie. And the, and the shots look really good. The acting is, is fucking on point. Um, and it was really good for me because I usually do comedy and, uh, I was able to step out of my comfort zone and, um, you know, do some serious, intense, you know, horror, which is cool. The only thing that sucked though is it was cold as fuck because of course Connecticut (laughs) is the coldest goddamn goddamn in the goddamn. So, um, that was not fun, but everything else was really, really cool. It was a good experience and, um, I was able to meet a lot of cool people, um, and yeah, the killer is actually, he's a professional wrestler. He's like dope as fuck. He's really cool. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. Um, but yeah. Word. So I want to take um, your journey so far, mm-hmm. and we're going to bundle it up and turn it into a loading bar from zero to 100%. Ooh, yeah. that was a nice yeah. metaphor. That's, that's a dope, that's a dope little, like, uh, little, uh, sim- sim- <laughs> that's symbolism right there. I like that. So where do you feel you are right now on your loading bar? On my loading bar, I feel like I'm at 15%. 15%. I don't know why that, that uh, a picture of a loading bar and 15% came into my head as soon as you asked that question, but yeah, f- about 15%. Okay. I have a lot more. Like, this is just like, it's cool that you guys even let me come on at this point in my career because I don't know if I'm like numb to it, but like, I do realize that I am doing things, but like, this isn't even the rate that I want to be doing things. You know, like, yeah, I do have two yeah. movie credits and yeah, I'm doing these things. I do also have a reality show coming to YouTube this month that I'm hosting. It's called Race the Reality. I won the second season, season three coming this month. Okay, everybody, yeah, Race the Reality on YouTube. But um, <clears throat> just a little plug. But um, yeah. So like, th- but this is not. This is nothing. I want to be doing things consistently. I've I still have downtime. Like I don't. I want to be working 
to the point where I don't have downtime. Like, I want to be working on, like, you know, a show. Like, you know, I have dreams of, like, me being, like, a, a lead in, like, a Netflix show in which I'm just, like, working months and months on end, you know, and then doing a movie and then uh, from then doing something else and then something else, something else. So, like, I always just want to be doing big, consistent projects on a consistent basis rather than what I'm doing right now, which is still pretty good because I'm still you know, getting my foot in the door, but I want to, like, actually open the door and, like, own that fucking building, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking good metaphor, too. Goddamn. <laughs> awesome. So, so what people... does it take? Go no, go ahead, Gary. Well, like, a lot of people that come onto this podcast, um, myself and Justin are cl- included, feel the same way that you do. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're very early in uh, on our loading bar. Like, exactly. We haven't done too much, but we're showing, like, those, like, glimpses of, mm-hmm. of hope, of, of exactly. like, success. And, like, wow, like, there's a lot of potential here. There's mm-hmm. a lot to come, and we can't wait. So this is basically, like, what we're doing. We're exactly. getting up before they blow up, before they explode. This is Like your hat says, up and coming. Yeah, like, up and like, coming. Literally, we're, like, we're that's, coming. that's what it is. That's why I love your guys' brand and what you guys do because, like, like that's literally the motto is, like, you guys are very aware of, like, what you're doing and what you need to do and, and you know what I mean? And that's and that's important that you know that you're starting you're starting off, but you you, you want to improve and you want to get there, you know? So, like, you're going to get there because you guys are working so damn hard. So, like, that's really all you need to have is just this work ethic and you need to have this idea in your head, this mindset in which you're going to achieve what the fuck you're going you're gonna to want to achieve, you know what I mean? Um, but it all starts somewhere, so I feel like, you know, we're just all right now and i think it's because our age too we're all very young you know this is this is this is nothing so like you know we're just starting off fresh right now um but years to come that loading bar will fill up the more experience the more you learn the more you do um and we'll get there but yeah i like that loading bar fucking that's a great that's a great (laughs) symbol yeah so yeah, we. So what does it? What's it gonna take for you to get to close to a hundred percent? To get maximum, always be on the move, being in like big box movies, whatever mm. it may be. What does it take? I think that it takes a fuck ton of hard work, a shit ton of hard work. You have to. I think every um, professional in any sense has to have some sort of basic work ethic, in which you know how to work. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I think for me going forward, I really just need to fine tune my work ethic. Um, I think I need to, uh, start every day to believe in myself because, uh, another thing that comes along with like actors is that they're very self-conscious and they're very aware of themselves and their surroundings and um, they're also very hard on themselves. They we're very tough on our, uh, ourselves as, as artists, um, especially me, myself. I definitely don't think I'm, like, the best actor, but I don't think I'm the worst. But I, I definitely don't see myself as other people see me as far as, like, my performing goes. Um, so I think once I start to embody this sort of, you know, confidence but, like, yet humbleness about myself, and then I combine that with like the worth with the work ethic, and then I combine that with just like being on my shit. Like you also have to be on your shit. So once I like get on my shit, get everything working together, you know, then pieces will start to align, and that's when the universe starts to open up for you. So um, yeah, I think I just gotta fine tune fine tune some things. I do think I just I have like the talent that I need, you know, like like that's 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 not bad, but I just gotta you know get there you know 
I don't know. It's hard when with 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 acting with with acting as far as like starting a career. You know, like where do you start? It's tough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different than many other professions. But that's why I like it because I'm a different motherfucker. You know, <laughs> the indifference is shit. <laughs> it definitely is, yeah. and I think. 2018 is going to be a huge year for you not only for your movie but for just getting more gigs and getting more well known in the acting Justin, field. I goddamn hope so man yeah. I fucking <laughs> goddamn hope so and 2018 is going to be a big year for you guys too I see yo your guys' Instagram is actually really good like it's like Appreciate it. like I don't know how it, like you guys I, I know you know how important social media is and marketing and like you know creating a brand and you guys definitely have created your brand and it's very good but y'all Instagram is lit. Like, it looks like a really <laughs> good Instagram. Like, you know a good brand in Instagram. You know, like, there's quotes in there. There's some pictures of the host. There's, you know, some announcements. You guys have a little bit of, like, everything, you know? I think you guys do need to sprinkle in a couple more selfies, though. That's all, That's the only thing. You guys have, like, <laughs> we can, we can work you guys have, like no selfies. Like, it's that. pretty much that just, like, true. shots of you guys, you know, in your merch and shit. But, like, you know, you just need some selfies with the Get Your Grind Up t-shirts, and you'll be good to go. You know what I'm saying? Like... I don't know. feel that. But feel nah, that. No, we appreciate that, though. Yeah, no, you guys' shit is lit, though. It's, you guys have a great, great Instagram. That's <laughs> awesome. So, so now we get into our favorite part of the interview. Orgy! Thinking questions. No. Uh, <laughs> y'all hype me up. That's crazy. No, that's fine. <laughs> so first question, Chris. Are you ready? Uh, I think so. Do I have to, like, close my eyes or something? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, it doesn't matter. All right, wait, wait, wait. Shoot. All right, so let's let's imagine every single young adult in the world, um, mm. let's just say under thirty five, has headphones in, and they get to listen to your voice for one minute. Uh huh. What are you gonna use that one minute to say? Yo, that's the best question I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. <laughs> um, if they had what? Oh man, that is a great fucking question. Okay, so I. Do I have to say what I would say, or, or or do you want me to say what I would actually say? Um, Just give us, like, the overview of what you would overview. say. Overview. Oh, easy. Okay, okay. So, I would split it up. I would have 10 seconds of jokes. Actually, I'd do about 20 <laughs> seconds of jokes. <laughs> of, like, very simple dad jokes. Just, like, the corniest shit to make you smile. Just, like, you know, what do you call a fish with no... Gary, what do you call a fish with no eye? Uh, I don't know. A fish. <laughs> <laughs> like stupid shit like that, you know. So that's that's twenty seconds. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, and then I'd have about thirty seconds of bars, um, of probably like my best bars. Um, not a beat. Fuck, fuck the beat. Just like you for know, those who don't know, bars is him rapping. Him rapping. Yes, yes. Me, me saying rhyming sentences. <laughs> and uh, I do that for thirty seconds. Where I'm at fifty seconds now. Fifty seconds. And then the last yeah. ten seconds, I would just be um, like an inspirational quote or something like that. Um, one of my favorite quotes is um, "Great" by Sylvester Stallone. That's probably my favorite quote. Um, <laughs> either that. Or, um, cause that one's short yeah. or, uh, life moves pretty fast. You know, if you don't stop and look around once in a while, you can miss it. That one's Ferris Bueller. That's like a real quote. I probably wouldn't do that though. I'd make it like a joke or something like that. Or, or for the last 10 seconds, I would do, um, another quote I like to put is like, uh, like, eh, like E-H. And then for the person who said it, I, I always like would say, um, like you at some point in your life, you know? Like, where you were just like, eh, because that's just so general and funny and stupid. But I would actually probably just put a, a solid quote in there. But I feel like that's, like, a good a good balance of, of my time. You know, a couple jokes, 
and then some rapping, and then leave you off with some positive, you know, with positive quote, positive affirmations. I feel like that's that's not bad. Or I would just sing horribly the whole time, like <laughs> off key on purpose. I also feel like that would be funny too. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna take everything back. I'm gonna take everything back. I would sing "Don't Stop Believing," I'm but no in way. a but in a minor key, like 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 really off. And actually, no opera. I would sing opera version of "Don't Stop Believing" for a minute. That's what I would do. I'm taking everything back. Okay. Just gonna rickroll everyone. <laughs> exactly. I was actually thinking about that too. Like, oh, yeah. So that's what I would do. Oh my god. Yeah, that'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah, take that, America or the world. I don't remember what the question was. <laughs> Whatever it is. To the 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 next question. Let's do it. Let's say I'm gonna close my eyes for this one. Okay. Let's say in a hundred years, because Justin thinks we're gonna live forever. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, after. maybe, maybe we'll <laughs> he, see. He thinks we'll get there. Oh, um, so let's let's cap it a hundred years. Okay, all right. Um, I sit down. I open a book. It's your autobiography. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Oh, I have a name for this already. <laughs> oh man, I feel like he's waiting for this one. You know, it's funny. I have a name for this, but I forgot it. Like, I have a name for my autobiography, but I forgot it. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with one right now, and I'm gonna say, um, damn, I had one, and it was like one word. It was something like that. Was just it was perfect for 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 autobiography because I do this thing where like. Um, you know, like, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, whenever in, in normal situations in life, sometimes I'll hear something really good, and I'll be like, title of your autobiography. So, like, one of my f- friends one time was like, um, like, damn, like, he, he, was, he was saying, like, damn, I feel really depressed right now. Who got weed? And then I was like, title of your biography, because I feel like that would just be perfect for like him, you know, um, or whatever it is. So the the title of mine came about like that, but I don't remember like what it was. So I think if I was to title my biography, autobiography, I think it would be something like, wait, what? Or something like that. I, actually, yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Wait, that, what? wait what like wait what like wait like wait dot 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 what <laughs> yeah i like yeah, it yeah, yeah. i like it <laughs> i think that's just like out of the box and corny and weird wait what a story of, <laughs> by chris wickham of, about chris by wickham. chris wickham exactly <laughs> that's perfect we're looking forward to seeing that on the bookshelf <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be good man it's oh, just gonna be my face of the cover. New York Times bestseller. Yes. And actually, the the book is not going to be reg, like rectangle. It's just going to be my face. And it's going to be cut out. It's going to be a, a cutout of my face. <laughs> and every page is just going to be the shape of my head. But like the words fitting on that page. So it's going to be coming if soon. If you pull that off, I'll buy 100 yeah, copies. I'm going to remember I you guys said that. that. All right. I, I remember I you guys that. saying that. You, you can link the podcast when I <laughs> deny it. I'm going to but... do that. I'm going to do that because you said it and everything. Fuck yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, uh, before we ask the last question, um, just give yourself a big, uh, big shout out on where people can find you. Oh, fuck yeah! Any movies and stuff. Yes. All right. So my name is Chris Whitcomb. You can find me on Instagram at Chris J Whitcomb. Whitcomb is W H I T C O M B. Almost forgot to spell my motherfucking last name. Um, on Twitter at Chris J Wickham, which is the ex- same exact <laughs> link as the uh, Instagram, uh, Chris J Wickham, and then um, um, I'm also on Facebook. Uh, Chris Wickham is uh, my acting page. I also have a personal page, Chris Wickham too. Uh, Snapchat at Chris Witty Bro. 
Um, and you can catch me on Tinder at uh, Chris, age 22, in the Hartford, Connecticut area. <laughs> um, if you guys try to holler at me there. Um, on LinkedIn, my profile is... No, I'm just kidding. I don't have LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> let's see. Google Plus. I don't fucking use Google Plus. Oh, IMDB. You can just like look me up as Chris Wickham. Like That's just my name. Um, and Wikipedia coming soon. So, uh, <laughs> 2018 Wikipedia coming soon. But yeah, just pr- pretty much just at Chris J. Whitcomb on like my main shit and Chris Woody Bro if you want to add me on Snapchat. But um, yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right. So last question, Chris. All right. I'm definitely closing my eyes again for this one. All right. You, you might need it. Um, this better be the, la- the best question oh. I've ever had in my life. Honestly, Justin, that first question was really fucking good, bro. Like, <laughs> like that was a real, I'm honestly very impressed. I appreciate like, this, that. It's crazy. Let's see. Let's see how you handle this last one. All right. I got you. Let's do it. Right. What is a question that you wish that we asked you? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Does it beat the first one? That's the question, it, though. It doesn't. That first one is still the best question I've ever had in my life. That shit was, that shit was perfect. Um, I wish you guys would have asked me, like, um, I feel like a good question is, um, what is, like, ooh, Actually, I thought I thought of like two or three questions. All right. Oh boy. So I feel like um, I would have loved to talk about like if if you guys were like, what type of music do you listen to, or what type of music like uh, inspires you or inspired you to produce? You know, because like I listen to a lot of shit and like I a lot of shit. You could, there's a lot of influence in on my production and my music and especially the way I write and everything, even my flow and all that stuff. So, um, and I love, I love like talking about music. So I, I'd say probably either that or like, what's your favorite movie? Cause I also love talking about movies and I also love movies. Um, so, uh, I feel like those two would have been like just fun, you know, questions about like, you know, what I like, I guess. And also I'm saying like a lot. Oh, humans say like so much. Yo, this is a challenge for anyone listening to this. Just go about your day, go about your day and, you know, mark every time someone says like and just add that shit up. It's going to be a lo- a big number, like a long number. It's probably going to have a fucking, you know, comma in it. But if it doesn't, I, I, it doesn't. But if it does, that's fucking crazy. Do you know how many people, times people say like? I did ask count of my friends saying like 50 times in a matter of 25 minutes. That's crazy. 50 times! That's insane. I do have a, I do have a surprise for you, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck so yeah. Remember, remember those two <gasps> Let me clear my throat. All right. <clears throat> those last two questions you just asked. Yes. Answer them for me. Okay. Uh, the first one. I'll do the first one first. Oh, wow. Damn, see, I wasn't prepared to answer. I actually was not prepared to answer. <laughs> um, okay, so I listen to... I, I basically have three forms of music that I produce... Um, and then I have three forms of music that I listen to. So the three form- forms of music that I produce is trap music, um, mm-hmm. like trap beats, um, 90s boom bap, um, so very much like New York-esque, uh, you know, mid-90s hip-hop, and then um, like chill, lo-fi, you know, kind of current hip-hop as well. Um, some stuff that has like filters, effects, you know, a lot quieter, a lot cooler, um, where you can just spit and relax, you know, smoke some weed and hang out and just listen to it. So, um, those are the three like main types of beats that I make. 
and then the type of music that I listen to that have a heavy influence on that is, you know, I do love trap music, you know, everyone loves trap music, I really only listen to trap music for the aesthetic and for, like, the, like, the sonic, the or sonically, just, because like, it sounds good, like, mm-hmm. good trap music just sounds good, like, you just want to bang your head, you just want to bob your head, <laughs> and just listen to that shit, you want to fuck up an old lady, and just, you know, like, sell some weed, like, it's great, like, I love trap music, but there's absolutely no substance to it. So there's that. So I like that. I listen to a lot of old, like old, um, uh, like rock, like a uh, uh, like soft rock, like seventies, sixties rock. Um, I like eighties classic rock too. Um, some bands like Jethro Tull, Van Halen, Aerosmith, uh, Def Leppard, Queen. I fucking love Queen. The Police. Um, you know Toto. Uh, there's a whole bunch, there's a whole bunch of bands, um, that I really like. The Who is actually probably one of my favorite bands, too. Um, but, like, that type of music, because of my dad, he grew, he, you know, he put that in my head, listening to that every day, you know, growing up in Windsor, Connecticut, you know, all years, <laughs> motherfucking, you know, Def, pour some sugar on me, even though I love Def Leppard, though, but anyway. And then I listened to, um, like, uh, indie, uh, pop, indie, alternative, indie rock. Um, one of my, some of my favorite bands, I really like, um, Foster the People, I really like Mac DeMarco, um, I really fuck with Hiatus Coyote, which is actually more of like a hip-hop jazz band, but they're really cool too, um, but yeah, so I listen to them, I, I get a lot of my melodies from like that type of music, um, I get a lot of the, uh, the bounce from, you know, the trap music, and I also, I also really like, um, like 90s rap too, it's really good, you know, I pretty much like every and all type of music really, but except country, I fucking hate country music but um yeah as far as like my beats go i'd say you know like trap music classic rock and like um and like indie music have like a heavy influence on it and also and also like that 90s rap too is actually is 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 a lot of there's a lot of good stuff there too but um yeah that's that that's pretty much it and then my favorite movies Mm -hmm. um my favorite movie of all time is pulp fiction um i'm a big quentin tarantino fan um i think he's a fucking genius everything he makes is just like ridiculous kill bill movies are crazy um the hateful eight was really good uh and glorious bastards is just genius and Django unchanged is just uh, untouchable uh but pulp fiction is just like movie that's just i can't believe that it's just a good movie it's just crazy i have like a big ass poster of it in my room every time i walk in my room i see pulp fiction it's great um if uma thurman was ugly that would suck because i i see her literally all the time but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, Pulp Fiction, and I am a huge Forrest Gump fan. I also really love Tom Hanks, um, and I think I think I think Forrest Gump is a great, great fucking yeah. film, um, and great acting in it, in it too. It's 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 a classic. Um, but those are like probably like my two top favorite movies. But I I I just I love movies in general. I'm also a big, huge fucking Star Wars fan too. Um, the Last Jedi was really, I really good. Did you though. like it? Yeah, it was yeah. dope, right? I, I've never really seen Star Wars, but like that one. That shit was like, yeah. yo fucking the um. Don't ruin it! Don't ruin it! Don't ruin it! No spoilers. Oh yeah, no spoilers. yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. Oh shit. Yeah, no, it's a good movie. That's fucking. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, but so yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm 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 overall definitely a nerd though. I also really like Marvel too. So, you I know. Love Marvel. I love Marvel, dude. I can't wait for fucking Infinity War. It's going to be crazy. And I definitely can't wait for Black Panther. I think Black Panther is going to be It comes out next month, too. I know. February 15th, I think, or something like that. 16th. 16th? 16th. 
I can't fucking wait. And I love, dude, I love Michael B. Jordan, yo. Michael same. B. Jordan is one of my favorite actors. Same, like, same, I want to work with him so bad. I think he's a really <laughs> awesome guy. He's very genuine. He's, like, really cool. So Michael B. Jordan, I'm looking for him to play the bad guy. Like, I want to see how he's going to, you know, be. And um, I love Chadwick, yo. Chadwick is that nigga, man. No one plays Black Panther like him. Like, yeah. I can't. Like, his Black Panther is so good. He's, like, such a badass. His accent is amazing. Um, and he just looks in the part, you know? So yeah, I think definitely. that's going to be a really, really good... And Chad, Chadwick Bossman is just like, that dude is a great actor. So And Michael B. Jordan is also a really good actor. So, I mean, you just put that together and you got a great film. I'm pretty sure Lupita Nyong'o is in it, too. Yeah, no, she is. She is. She's a fucking badass. She was, she's um, Maz Katana in uh, Star Wars. Oh, yeah, weird, the, weird, weird. She in in the last episode, she really was only in it for like five minutes, where she was like in a war. Yeah. But like she was in it in um, the Force Awakens for a lot because she helped them find uh, Han Solo or whatever. But uh, yeah, so that's Lupita Nyong'o is also really she's a badass too. So that's gonna be that cast is just crazy, and it's directed by fucking Ryan Coogler. Do you guys know who Ryan Coogler is? No. All right, so he directed <laughs> Creed. Creed okay. yeah, is yeah, yeah, a yeah. fucking phenomenal fucking movie. Yep. Like, Creed is so good. Dude got no type of awards for it, like nothing, no recognition, and it's crazy. And the only award that they got, like for it or um, the nomination, was for Sylvester Stallone, the only like the biggest white part in the movie. Um, for like uh, for I think he it was for just uh, you know acting for supporting actor or whatever. But like, it was better than all the Rocky movies. It it was like. (laughs) So fucking good. And I'm pretty sure he directed uh, Fruitvale Station 2, which is actually a really fucking good movie, too, which is also Michael B. Jordan. He works yeah. with Michael B. Jordan a lot. But um, the director, Ryan Coogler, is uh, he's a fucking... He's a monster. He's a goddamn monster. Word. So that's going to be a good movie. I'm looking forward to Black Panther. So, like, Chris, I just want to say a big thank you from uh, Get Your Grind Up, Young and Dumb crew for coming on today. Thank you, guys, um, man. I really appreciate being on the, the on podcast. Here. Of course. Great interview. Enjoyed having you. Lots of great laughs. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I really appreciate, you know, you guys bring me on. I love you guys. You know, I love what you're doing, and uh, I had a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, 2018 will be your guys' year as well. You know, it's not just yeah. for me, not just for them. It's for you guys, too. So let's get this Let's get this money, yeah. and uh, let's do this thing. You know, let's get, let's get our grind up. Right, Justin? <laughs> That's how you do it. You already yeah, know. Yeah, baby. Yeah. 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 I, and, and another thing, next time you can see T... See me on that soccer field with oh, the top yo ass, <laughs> like like the fucking uh, the two British dudes. Damn what uh, like F twenty two, bro. F two, yeah, yeah, yeah. F two, yeah, bro. Come on, man. I'm like the light skinned dude, man. <laughs> so everyone listening out there, you can find uh, Chris Wickham's information on our website, um, along with his dumb profile. Um, we'll have all his information up for you guys um, up there this week. Um, Check out our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We have a blog coming to you guys um, this week on Medium, as long uh, done by me. And Justin's going to bring out a new rant for you guys. So plenty of fresh new content, uh, weekly content for you guys. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be back next week with another episode of Young and Dumb. Always remember, we are all young and dumb. True. And never forget, get your grind up. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our podcast. Check out our website, getchogrindup.com, for every dumb profile and even more content. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Get Your Grind Up. And share a name as we spread your journeys. What doesn't kill you makes you dumber. Thank, Thank you, guys. guys. Peace. Peace.